Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Ah, we are here Monday through Friday. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Monday through Friday, your emails, your stories, your questions. Let's get to it. You can send in whatever you'd like. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com it's your freed by noon episode this thursday brief announcement this thursday we're doing the beach by happy hour virtual happy hour the link will be on my instagram somewhere it's either in the stories or in my bio get your tickets get the group chat together it's gonna be fun guests laughs rants we're gonna do it all it's gonna be a lot of fun it'll give you a little break from the craziness of the real world get those tickets now this Thursday night, 8 o'clock, we'll be sitting around the computer, the warm glow of our MacBook Pro. And if you're in YouTube land, go get subscribed on YouTube. We're all over YouTube. Keep making those comments. I read all the YouTube comments. Thank you, baby girls. Let's do some emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Soccer coach LinkedIn DM slide. Deal reveal. Interesting. Jared, thanks for the great quarantine content. I wanted to get your take on this. This guy who used to coach at my college, this guy who used to coach soccer at my college connected with me on LinkedIn a while ago, and I didn't think anything of it. He messaged me, happy birthday on LinkedIn, and the attached conversation happened. My friends think it's creepy. I don't really think it's creepy, but I do not understand the motivation behind it because we don't live near each other uh, at all and never met. For context, I graduated college two years ago. Before we get into the conversation, it's a bit creepy. Um, he's using the commonality of you used to so used to coach soccer at my college, um, and I don't really think it. But I I don't because we don't live. This guy who used to coach soccer, so they never met. I wanted to get your take on that. Uh, attached conversation. My friends think it's creepy. I don't really think it's creepy, but I don't do not understand the motivation behind it because we don't live in each other at all and, and have and never met. So it's not even like he's your soccer coach. So the only reason for him to be messaging you happy birthday is he's using the commonality of you have the same school, which is kind of like a built-in trust builder. He's using that built-in trust to be able to converse with you over the internet. And, and you're saying we live far away. Living far away is not reason enough to not DM. Guys, a lot of times are just trying to open up options for the if and when. Oh, they live there. I go there sometimes. Let me start the conversation now when it's totally impossible and out of the blue. So for when I do need it, I can go to the hookup store. It's, it's like having, you know, a like a kiosk. In a different city. So let's go read the, uh, like a hookup kiosk that you can access that you've been, you know, keeping up and, and, and putting rent into. So this guy wrote, happy late birthday. She writes, thanks. LOL. You're welcome. Sorry I was kind of late with that. Haha, No problem. Like, why is he even apologizing? He doesn't know you. It's not your mom wishing a happy birthday a day late. And then he writes, do you even remember me? LOL. See, it's creepy. It's, this is a flirtatious vibe. You coached at blank. He writes, yup. Did we actually meet, though, she writes? No, I just knew of you. Come on. Uh, Just around campus, I knew who you were. 
with a like, I don't know, emoji. Did I scare you away? Yeah, he's flirting. No, LOL. I just didn't know what else to say. He writes, bah, ha, ha. Okay, fair enough. Well, I just wanted to say hey and start up a convo with the I don't know emoji. She writes, LOL. Well, hey, kind of funny to be communicating via LinkedIn. He writes, uh, that's true, LOL. Well, give me your number and we can communicate off here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, he's trying to hook up. Um, and uh, the way he's going about it is in this like, of course I'm saying happy birthday. But again, he's using that you guys know the same, you know, college, the same street from college to create some sort of trust that shouldn't be there. Does that make sense? And the idea that he's heard about you around campus. No, no, no. He didn't hear about you around campus. He follows one of the girls he used to coach on Instagram, saw you tagged in one of their pictures, then did the extra step to go through LinkedIn so it wouldn't look like he was DMing over. And now it's like, oh, I, uh, this is a professional setting where I've heard of you. Run away. Don't walk. Run. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. What can I talk about with my BFF when we are growing apart? Jared, I've had the same best friend for seven years. Two years ago, my best friend forever. My BFF moved out of her house because her parents were moving. She works at her family's pizza shop and is almost 30. I could always tell she lacked motivation in life, but it felt easier because we had another best friend at the time and we were always all going out together and having fun. She was also living at home, so money wasn't much of an issue for her. Flash forward seven uh, years and things feel like they're turning upside down. Now she is living on her own and can't even afford a week's worth of groceries. She eats two meals a day at the pizza store. Now she has a boyfriend who I think she settled on because she was, because uh, he was someone who wanted to date her. This time last year they were going to break up. Now she's saying she's going to pro- he's going to propose at the, uh, to her at the end of the month. She won't go out to bars anymore since uh, she has a boyfriend. She doesn't drink and never has. She can't afford to go shopping. Doesn't bother her enough to do something about it. Uh, do something about it. We don't hang out with any of the same people. I'm very career and money focused and thinking about how I financially want to live the rest of my life. She settles on $20 an hour and works 50 hours a week and said she plans to stay there. She didn't go to school. I did. She doesn't work out. I do. She doesn't. I mean, like this is okay. Lay off her. Uh, she doesn't focus on a healthy eating lifestyle. I do. Uh, I love the beach. She can tolerate it. She doesn't seem, uh, doesn't like boats, amusement parks. I do. That's a weird one on the list. You don't like the tilt world How can we be friends? Um, she is also hypochondriac. Okay. Our relationship when we hang out is going to dinner or on a walk when uh, the weather is nice. She doesn't think beyond her plans for that week. For example, she's mentioned a few times she wants a golden retriever. Those are like $2,500 to $5,000 dogs. Just to buy, uh, let alone vet bills. She thinks this is attainable on $20 an hour. Yeah, that's not your responsibility as a friend, listen, if you don't like hanging out with her because she's delusional, that's one thing. That's fine. You can go, I don't really like hanging out with her because I feel weird. I, I, I'm just hanging out with someone who's lying to themselves. I'm going to hang out with them less. But if you're signing up to hang out with them because of the years you've had together and then sitting there judging the person, there's a, there's a point where it's like you are what you is. Like I, I have people in my life who I go, okay, I know what they are. I know what they do. I know how they make me feel. I'll sign up for the times in my life when they make the most sense. That's kind of a reality. Like, And I would still call them my good friends and I would be there for them if they needed me. 
but I'm not exactly going out of my way to hang out with someone who I know will put me in the position of hanging, of feeling a certain way, if that makes some sense. So I literally don't, uh, I don't know. I have more friends. Okay. So about her buying. Okay. So she also jokes about her next car being a Range Rover. Like I, I wouldn't hang out with this person. The worst part about all these differences is that she doesn't like when I talk about anything I listed above, and it's obvious. She comes from a good family and had every opportunity to go to school like her sister did, but didn't. She needs to own who she is and stop being almost jealous of other people's success. I have more friends than she does, but her friends and her sister all have good jobs too. I don't know the reason, but one of uh, two of her other friends, I think, is on the way out. So I literally don't know what to talk about anymore. I don't want to make her feel like crap, but those are all things a part of my life that I want to openly talk about and I want to hang out with uh, like-minded people but still be friends with her. She has the best personality of all my friends, very friendly and outgoing, and she is generous. I asked her a couple weeks ago if anything was on her mind since we hadn't hung out in over two months yet. She's still uh, she's making plans with other people and said no, she's been busy working or trying to save money for a wedding that her parents aren't helping with at all. And her mom told her she can't get she can get married for ten thousand dollars. I would love to support either way. I, I I don't know what your question is other than a shit on this friend. Um, listen, it's okay to be friends with someone and grow apart. I think a lot of times, like sometimes it feels like a lot of the uh, it feels like people are just putting up with the friendships in their lives. Like they like they have to. Like they well, since we met each other when we were five, we have to keep doing this, and. I don't think it's really that, you know, that black and white. You can have someone that you go love them, have such a history with them. Uh, that's it. That could be it. We don't hang out as much anymore. That could be a perfectly reasonable explanation for you two growing apart. It sounds like she's got her own thing going, whatever that thing may be. It sounds like you have your own thing going. I don't think putting yourself, I think always having the door open but not but is is a good policy. I think you're taking personally that the relationship is falling apart and really there's nothing to take personal. She's living her life, you're living her your life and by virtue of like trying to figure out how you guys can be close again, you're getting a vibe from her that it's like you're trying too hard. And I I would just say, "Listen, my door's open. Call me anytime. I'd love to hang out if you if it, if it works out, but I'm not going to like kill myself to do that." Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Am I too much in my head? Train feather, feather, love the podcast, need some guidance. I was set up by mutual friends with a guy they think could be a match. Lo and behold, I'm 29 and he is 25, which was not disclosed to either of us at the time of the setuping. Ooh, we're both on board with age just being number, but we also can't meet for at least six weeks due to outside circumstances. I'm nervous that when we do meet, we've exhausted everything there is to talk about. Should I keep tech, uh, the texting going or hold off until we meet in person to see if there's chemistry? Will suggesting a FaceTime spook him? Uh, since I'm older, I'm afraid I'm looking for th- different things. Uh, but we seem to be connecting on almost everything. I've been the younger one dating older men. How do I navigate, navigate being the older woman? Appreciate any advice. Uh, Miss Cougar Mellencamp, feel free to share on air. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do. So um, I would say there's one sentence in your email that I would get away from. Um, I would say, first of all, I would say to him, hey, this has been great. I'm down to meet up. 
shoot me a text uh, when the time comes. I don't think it's necessary to, you know, good morning and good night text until you get to the day that you guys finally meet. I don't think that's necessary. I think there's a, again, it's not personal. It's just about preservation of maybe this could work out. So, hey, this has been a lot of fun getting to know you here. I know we got a ways off, but text me when we're ready to when you're ready to get together. Now you can see how much they're feeling you because you know we want to say at that point we're like, well, they didn't text me because they didn't, you know, they didn't really remember. They remember. They remember as much as you. You say, hey, I'm down to go out when you're ready. Just text me when and when and where, and 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 we'll let we'll pick up from there. That's it. Um, I think probably a lot of the reason that you guys are both like feeling like you got to like keep up the texting is that you have been set up by other people. Uh, I wouldn't worry about the other people. They're going to be fine. They, they don't care about uh, as you as much as maybe you would think. The one thing you write, um, I'm older and I'm afraid I'm looking for different things. You look for what you're looking for. What they're looking for, they will decide whether or not they're looking for the things that you want. But you stay on track. All you can do is admit to the things you're looking for. You're looking to get to know this person uh, and, and go on a few dates and see if they're a match for the now. And then you'll go to the next level. That's all you want, if you're going to be honest. But to say, I don't know if I'm afraid we're looking for different things, I don't know. You don't know what they're looking for. No, We can't get inside the head of, uh, of the person across from us. We can only go through our head. In your head, yeah, you're looking for something serious. You're looking to meet someone, get to know them. Maybe go say, you know, maybe, you know, Get married one day, have kids, rock on the porch chairs when you're 80 years old. That's all down the line, but you don't get to the porch chairs now. You get to, I just want to get to know you and, and, and always be okay with what you want and then they can figure out what they want. They don't, you don't have to figure out what they want to know what you want. That's, that's going to be a bad recipe and you're never going to work. It, it, it's going to be you, you know, trying to outthink this game. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Wait, here's a long one. Do DMs really mean nothing? I'm in need of your insight on a very odd chat I just had with a past fling. The background story. About two years ago, I matched with this guy on Bumble. We went on one date and had a great time. We made plans for a second date. However, we had to reschedule. I was okay with this, and we rescheduled. However, a few days later, he reached out again to cancel, rescheduled the date, and I blew him off. I took this as him not wanting, uh, taking me very seriously, which I did not like, and he decided, uh, and decided he wasn't worth my time. All right. Fast forward a few months, and our pass happened across again, this time through a networking event, Small World. Afterwards, he reached out, asked me on a date, to which I said yes. After three to four dates, I realized I just didn't feel the spark and cut it off. About a year ago, I drunkenly reached out to him again, asking if he'd be willing to give it another shot. For some reason, when I'm single, I always reconsider the short time we spent together and wonder if maybe I just hadn't been in the right emotional place to give it a real chance. When we originally had gone out, I was still getting over a piece, pretty awful breakup. He said he would be interested in getting, grabbing a drink. However, he also told me that he had been seeing someone. Needless to say, he never followed up about getting the drink. Now, fast forward to the present time. We both follow each other on Instagram, and over the past couple of months, he has been randomly DMing me, responding to stories I post, giving me a new, uh, a new song and book recommendations. Uh, I knew he had a girlfriend for a while. However, she has been MIA from his social media for a couple months. I took the random messages as him showing interest and decided to give him one more, uh, and I swear, final attempt. I already deleted the message I initially sent him, but at my text said, hey, 
I feel like we've been having an on and off communication fairly often, and I was wondering if you'd be interested in hanging out again. I know you were seeing someone at some point, and obviously respect that, but if it's no longer the case, I just figured I would give it a chance and ask. The rest of the messages are attached. Uh, hey, Sarah, sorry for the delay. Was playing golf. Uh, I appreciate you being thoughtful, respectful. Uh, short answer is that I'm still dating someone and it's going well. Full disclosure, it would uh, have been something uh, it would have been something I was interested in. You seem very confident. It would have been different. And I know it's tough timing, but it would not be fair to say it would happen soon. I'm so super sorry if the communication was misleading. We just have a lot in common and was just trying to be friendly and keep in touch. I really do wish you all the best moving in the uh, moving to the blank area. So I'm sure I'll see you out the, on the trail. Uh, so then I know that response wasn't what you were looking for, but I guess I was expecting some sort of response on your, so she didn't answer. He says, I know that wasn't what you were looking for, but I guess uh, I was looking for some sort of response. She writes, Oh my bad. Honestly, your response was a little confusing to me, but as you said, short answer is no, LOL. Is it a bummer? Sure. But it is what it is. I misinterpreted. That's, uh, that's on me. It's all good. And then he wrote, nice save there. Didn't mean to be confusing. I'll blame it on the four hours of golf. Just wanted to be sure we had a mutual understanding. I really do hope you find someone that makes you happy and wish you the best. So now her question, what the hell is he saying? Did you find this response as odd as I did? Also, what was the point of him reaching out to me again the following night uh, when I didn't answer if all he is going to end up saying is he wishes me the best? Finally, and I know you will shake your head at the fact that I am even considering this as any type of sign, but ever since we had this conversation earlier this week, he's stopped watching my stories. I know I shouldn't think too far into that, but at the same time, I find it to be more than a coincidence. Very excited to get your opinion on the situation. I don't plan on reaching out to him again, but I do have to admit that I'm still thinking about it and just want answers to what the fuck the deal is. Yours truly is the flame gone for good. So... I understand the confusion. I understand what she's saying. I'm reading these messages, and it goes back to the first. So I'm going to read something back. We both follow each other on Instagram over the past couple of months. Uh, so the, he's been responding to my story posts, giving me new song and book recommendations, etc. I knew he had a girl. Uh, I always consider. Uh, okay. Let's go back to this. About a year ago, I drunk... So this is after, in this long whole thing, she starts with, they've met on... Uh, so they met on Bumble. They go on a date. Nothing happened. Then they reschedule, reschedule. Then they pass cross again. They go on three to four dates. She cuts it off, okay? Then a year ago, she drunkenly reached out to him again, and she says, for when I'm single, I reconsider. So he has always been a nice... La these guys are always going to be a nice landing spot for you because, again, this guy is in a relationship where he doesn't know where it's going, and he wants to make sure he has options for way down the line. He's Again, he's, he's, he's setting himself up for a successful future, even if he won't ever use that. It's a, you're the hookup kiosk being set up in another town or another area of life and another timeline for the if and when. So he's sitting here being, so when you say to him a year ago, when you drunkenly meet out to him, he says, uh, he said he would be interested in grabbing a drink. However, he told me that he had been seeing someone. So again, he's always going to be nice enough to you to make you an option for at some point. So he did that a year ago and now he's doing the same thing again. He responds to your Instagram stories because that takes fucking two seconds. Uh, he, he gives you book recommendations because that happens in three seconds. And then 
when you reach out and say, hey, I would love to go on a date, uh, but I think you might be in a relationship, he goes, I'm in a relationship, but... You know, you do have that thing I'm into. You do. That's not to say I wouldn't in another world. That's him saying, that's not to say I wouldn't when this thing maybe ends. Just letting you know, stick around. There might be a whole nother part of the show where it's you and me. So that he's keeping you on the hook uh, because it doesn't cost him anything. It's just... Oh, yeah, I would if the situation was right. So I know why that's confusing because you're like, well, why does he even care to keep me on the hook? It's low investment, high reward, low risk, high reward. He, and he's being just nice enough. If I'm you and, and then he wants that second answer because he wants to make sure you're good and, 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 and see him as being a nice guy. So if I'm you, it's time to unfollow this dude. It's time to unfollow on Instagram. And oh, OK, why does he stop watching your stories? Because he wants us to cool off. He knows you see, notice him on Instagram stories. He knows you notice his DMs. I'm going to back off for a few weeks. He'll be back. But I don't think you should let him back. Unsubscribe. Unfollow. He is eating up a place in your brain that you don't necessarily need to let him eat up. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Boys Weekend. I've been dating my new boyfriend for three months. Things have been going great. We had an instant connection, are super compatible, and there have been casual mentions from both of us about future plans, meeting parents, etc. Anyways, he is going out of town next weekend for a quote-unquote boys weekend to celebrate his friend's 30th birthday. When I asked who was all who all was uh, going, he named a few of his guy friends and then said, and friend's fiance and whichever friends she invited. Ooh, the party is opened up. My question is, do I have a right to feel offended for not getting an invite? Uh, I've never met his fiance, and I um, and I have yet to know, get to know these friends due to everyone being antisocial over quarantine up, to, up until now. I tried putting myself in her shoes, and I could see where she might not want a random girl coming. However, I can't help feeling a little uncomfortable with it. I trust him, but I think it's just a little odd. He's partaking in a boys' weekend with a group of girls I don't even know. Uh, I didn't even uh, didn't want to seem like a wet blanket by expressing my feelings because I honestly don't know if I'm overreacting or if this is actually weird, your advice is greatly appreciated. I See, I got to say, I don't think you're being, listen, feelings are feelings. No one can tell you how to feel. Your feelings are justified. My, my exception comes, it's been three months. I do understand where this boy's trip existed before you existed to him. And I do understand where this, this woman has a fiance, this guy has a fiance. She's like, I'm bringing my, friends because you're bringing your friends and this is what we're doing and and i could see how this was planned without you be and then you two get more and more serious and i think he's probably didn't bring it up until he absolutely felt he had to which is why you're getting this information closer to the date if i'm you i think you can bring it up i, I i'm not gonna say you can't bring it up but i i will say it it, it i can understand where his why he's why it's evolved this way i can understand why he's like yeah you know she's bringing some friends and i don't even know those friends but they're a part of the trip too and i can understand where this boys weekend got also you don't know the nature of this guy with his fiance is is is, are they in that type of relationship where they can't let each other go on their own trips and she's bringing the friends because well if you're gonna go on a boys trip i'm bringing the girls i'm gonna make sure that we're all on top of you and it's like 
I think you go, you live in the land of trust on this one. It doesn't fit, and and I think it's okay to say to him, hey, I, you know, I always kind of use humor in these situations where you go, hey, and uh, watch out with those friends trying to attack you, like something along the, those lines. I, I think, but I, I don't think. Um, I don't think there was a window to be like, and I'm bringing my new three month. You understand? So I would, I would lay off of this one. I think it's okay to acknowledge, like, hey, enjoy your vacation with, uh, you know, these seven women that I don't know. Like, I think that's okay to say. But I think also, like, let him go on this trip. I don't think three months in, it's really in the best interest. I, I, you could say something. I just don't think three months in, I don't know how you would have been included. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored this week, people. New sponsors every week. Support the sponsors because they are giving you free money. That helps the show. Brooklinen, Brooklinen, 10% off your first order, free shipping when you use promo code J Train at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product, though all their sheets, comforters, and loungewear and towels come with a lifetime warranty. That's great. Postmates, here's a great deal. Get $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. Download the Postmates app and use code JTRAIN. FabFitFun, I love the FabFitFun boxes. I love. I just love the whole concept. My girlfriend Jess is walking around in Tom's sunglasses because they came in the box and she loves them. You're going to find something you love in every box. Uh, $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Use code JTRAIN. Uh, Ritual, Ritual Vitamins, Better Health Doesn't Happen Overnight. Get 10% off your first three months at ritual.com slash JTrain. Uh, ExpressVPN, Ex- ExpressVPN, protect your privacy online and watch streaming services anywhere in the world. Get three months free at expressvpn.com slash JTrain. That's amazing. We love a deal. Let's do the charcuterie chat. Hit the music, Shelby. On today's charcuterie chat, I want to talk about this s'more charcuterie board. I am not on board with just calling any snack that's on a board charcuterie. That's just not what it is. You're setting yourself up with disaster because you are saying a word that makes people think one thing and you're not delivering that thing. When I hear charcuterie, I think... I'm getting meats and cheeses, and I'm gonna get some food in my stomach the minute I walk in the board, uh, walk in the party. Here's what bothers me about this s'more charcuterie board: is it's got peanut butter, it's got chocolate melted, it's got wafers, it's got graham crackers, it's got marshmallows that are like cookie marshmallows almost. It's got uh, peanut butter cups. This, there's no flame. We're not making s'mores. You've set yourself up. You have under. Uh, you have set us up with a with a promise that you can't deliver on. If I hear s'mores, I think we're going to be out at the fire. I'm going to be putting my stick in there with the mush, marshmallow. I'm going to make it myself. I'm going to get to go. I get. I get to go. Well done. When you like yours, not well done. No, no, no. This s'more charcuterie board is just you getting a hint of s'more. This is what what bothers me is that it's like when you if it was. There's like s'more flavored ice cream. If you were, you don't think that you're going to have an open flame. When someone says, hey, uh, I got this new ice cream flavor and it's s'more. You go, I get it. I know what I'm getting. It's going to have some marshmallow, chocolate, graham cracker in the ice cream. Because it says ice cream first. When you say it's a s'more charcuterie board, all of us are sitting there going, is there going to be a fire? Is there going to be a flame? Are we going to be making s'mores? Or am I just going to be getting a taste of a s'more? No one knows what they're walking into. If you're going to tell me there's s'mores, I want to see an open flame. I want to see someone walking around a fire, putting in little, uh, little, little sticks, trying to keep it afloat. 
I want somebody eating off of a stick that they would never even put off their, in their mouths. No, no, no. This small charcuterie board, I would eat everything off of this. And it's not the same. It's not, everything on here is delicious. But don't tell me it's a s'more charcuterie. Tell me this is a chocolate. This is a candy charcuterie board. This is, so you just throw anything you want on it? No. I want, if I hear the word s'more and I don't hear ice cream and I don't hear it's a flavor, I want a fire. I want an open fire and I want to be making s'mores and I want to be singing campfire songs and I want to be telling spooky stories. That's today's charcuterie chat. You can send in yours to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That is today's J Train Podcast. We'll be back next episode. Boom.